3 a.m. Tales of Terror contains explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Hi, and welcome to another episode of 3 a.m. Tales of Terror. I'm your host, Jamie. And I'm Kenny. Yep. So, um, I got a new computer. I upgraded my computer. Well, I mean, not really. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's I, new to me. I built a new PC, and then hers was showing her age. Because I allowed him to spend $2,200. <laughs> it wasn't... Was that much? I think so. Yeah, probably. So then... So he got a new computer. Transferred all her stuff to the new one. And then I got his old computer, which is much newer than mine. And then I had to make (laughs) it hot pink. It's pink and white. God, so bad. And you also had to turn the fans off because (laughs) it was so loud for some reason. I don't know know what happened. Obviously, I messed with some type of software. I don't know what you did. I don't know. Anyways. But it works now. It does work now. I mean, it does have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine fans in it. It's a little overkill, but it's pretty. That's what matters. Yeah. It's so pink. Well, my keyboard is pink. My mouse is pink. And my mat is pink. I have literally custom built you everything, haven't I? Yeah. I custom built your mouse, your keyboard. My my other one wasn't completely pink because it was Beetlejuice themed, but my fans were still pink. Yeah, be I. Okay. So anyways, I got a new computer, so that's that's good on that front. We're good there. I still have all my other stuff. Um, And then this episode... We're going to go to Jamaica and Germany because some of my friends wanted to hear his German voice. And apparently he has a Jamaican voice too. So. No, no. That's racist. No, it's not. You just, you probably offend somebody there because. Oh yeah. And my German, my German. Okay. So there's two German voices. You oh, have God. the one from like Beerfest, the movie, which is just so awful. And then you have like the real one. But I like the fake ones. It's so much more fun to do. Just do it. No. Let's gotta wait for the story. Yeah. Okay. We're not we're not going to Germany first. We're going to Jamaica. So we're gonna tell you the stories of Rose Hall Plantation in Montego Bay. Ooh, I wanna thank you. Bruh. Okay. And then um I don't exactly know what uh the city is really hard to produ- uh, pronounce in Germany. It's uh Hold on. Let me look for Wiersham? Wiersham? Wiersham. 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 We'll get it. It's fine. Wiersham sounds good. Wiersham. Okay. You might want to check me on that one. It's fine. It's fine. People know that we can't speak. And we're not good. We're definitely not good at other languages. So that's okay. But first we're going to go to Jamaica. So it's Rose Hall Plantation in Montego Bay. So. Okay. Don't sing it again. I know I'm, no, you, I'm trying. you were like, I want to sing this song. <laughs> no. Spoopy time. Okay. 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 Rose Hall. Don't ever do that again. Okay. Okay. (laughs) You can't even get your voice deep. (laughs) You do it. Do what? Do do it. Do what? Do okay. 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 And then in like your like your 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 growl voice when you sing. When you growl. I'm not singing. Whatever. We're moving on. Oh, okay. like, like the, save your pity for the week. 
Yeah, Eli did not like that. Oh, he loves heavy metal. Keek. Nope. Okay. Fantastic. <laughs> okay. So now that we're four minutes in and we still haven't started, I'm going to go ahead and start. Rose Hall is a Jamaican Georgian plantation house now run as a historic house museum. It is located in Montego Bay, Jamaica, with a panoramic view of the coast. Thought to be one of the country's most impressive plantation houses, it has fallen into ruins by the 1960s, but was then restored. The museum showcases the slave history of the estate and the legend of the White Witch of Rose Hall. Rose Hall is widely regarded to be a visually impressive house and the most famous in Jamaica. It is a mansion in Jamaican-Georgian style with a stone base and a plastered upper story high on the hillside with a panorama view over the coast. The architect James Hakewell visited the building and wrote, It is placed at a delightful elevation and commands a very extensive sea view. Its general appearance has much of the character of a handsome Italian villa. A double flight of stone steps leads to an open portico, giving access to the entrance hall, on the left of which is the eating room, and on the right, the drawing room, behind which are other apartments for domestic uses. The right wing, fitted up with great excellence and enriched with painting and gilding, was the private apartment of the late Miss Palmer and the left wing is occupied as servants' apartments and offices. The principal staircase in the body of the house is a specimen of joinery in mahogany and other costly woods seldom excelled and leads to a suite of chambers in the upper story. Rose Hall was restored in the 1960s to its former splendor with mahogany floors, interior windows and doorways, panelings, and wooden ceilings. Wooden ceilings? Yeah. That's fancy. Not really. Oh. I mean, hardwood I, ceilings. I mean, they probably didn't have plaster back then. Oh, maybe. Or it was probably right before plaster, and with it being Jamaica, all the humidity. I'm sorry, I do maintenance for a living, so um, <laughs> the wood is better for contra- contraction and stuff like that, mm. so it makes more sense to have it on a tropical, like, plaster and all that stuff. Settling, it's on an island and all It'd that stuff. It'd probably crack and It'd probably just annihilate it. And they probably went, you know, we got the money. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, it is decorated with silk wallpaper printed with palms and birds, ornamented with chandeliers, and furnished with mostly European antiques. There is a bar downstairs and a restaurant. All right, let's talk about the history then. The land, 290 acres of cane land, was bought by Henry Fanning for 3,000 pounds in 1742. It was previously called True Friendship and had belonged to Richard Lawrence. Henry married Rosa Kelly on July 16, 1746, but died soon afterwards. His widow inherited the estate and married George Ash, a local plantation owner who realized Fanning's plan to build Rose Hall. It cost £30,000 to build and was lavishly decorated with carved mahogany and stone. However, Ash died in 1752. Rosa married for a third time to Norwood Witter in May 1753, who lived until May 20th, 1765, managing to consume a significant amount of her fortune. In May 1767, she married John Palmer, a widower who owned the adjoining plantation Palmyra. Rosa died in 1790, leaving her property to her husband. When Palmer died in 1797, he left the property in trust to his two sons, John and James Palmer. However, they both died childless, and in, the, in, <clears throat> and in 1818, the two estates were passed down to John Rose Palmer, his grandnephew. 
John Rose Palmer came to Jamaica from England to claim the estate, and on March 28, 1820, he married Anne Mary Patterson from Lucia Hanover Parish. John Rose Palmer died in November 1827. Rose Hall Estate had about 650 acres divided among sugarcane, grass, and pasture for over 270 head of cattle. About 250 enslaved Africans were housed on Palmyra Estate, which comprised of about 1,250 acres. That's a lot. And I she, she did not wait very long to marry in between. I mean, she probably didn't have to. A woman owning that much. I, I know. Mean, okay, she's like the Black Widow. She married, what, four times? She's probably who they're talking about, um, the White Witch. <clears throat> right. So Mary's one, he dies. She inherits his giant fortune. What does she do with it? And then a nice young man comes along and is like, Hey girl, let me get that plantation. Yeah, but he died. I mean, I guess he's Yeah, spent and then the third one went her- and then the third one went, You know what? These other guys died. I'm going to blow this money while I'm here because I'm probably going to die soon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I ain't here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. Oh my God. <laughs> and then she married again. Um, yeah, but then it kind of went into his family. I think that was the last one where she finally died. And he was like, yes, I won. Yeah, I know. I think, well, part of me thinks that the reason she married was because of her fortune. And she probably wanted it to go to somebody else. Right, right. So... Like in the next story, we're going to talk when we talk about Berg Elts in Germany, that castle has been in the same family for 500 years. So they probably wanted it to stay within one within family and two always wanted somebody to have it passed down to. So that makes sense. Okay, so we're gonna talk about the refurbishment of Rose Hall. Rose Hall was bought in 1977 by former Miss USA Michelle Rollins and her entrepreneur husband John Rollins. They refurbished it at a great personal expense and conceptualized a tour and museum that showcased Rose Hall's slave history, antique splendor, and original fittings. Rose Hall offers night tours that focus on the Annie Palmer legend, supposed locations of tunnels, bloodstains, hauntings, and murders. Seances are also held on the property in an attempt to conjure Annie's spirit. According to the legend, a white witch called Annie Palmer, who murdered three husbands, haunts the property. An investigation of the legend in 2007 concluded that the story was fictionalized. But now... The rest of the the rest of this is pretty much about Annie Palmer, Annie Patterson. I guess when she yeah she marries John Palmer. Annie. So yeah, just about Annie. Just Annie. She changed her name three times. It'd be I. Yeah. So the rest of this is about her and pretty much how she haunts. Well, we know why she killed the third one. Yeah. Tired of being a sugar mama. Oh my god. Or a sugar cane mama. Well, <laughs> James, no. James, so James. Do not write that off. A sugar cane mama. Oh my god. Listen. So Annie so no, so Anne Annie Patterson married the the grand nephew of Rosa. Do, oh shit. Do you see? Then recant that one. <laughs> just, just just So So you're gonna take that out for me being retarded, right? I mean, no, probably not. No, it's fine. you are. <laughs> if, if you don't I won't do the podcast anymore. <laughs> oh my god. You gonna take this out too? Oh my god. I'm, so no, but I'm listen. Serious. Okay. Listen. Rosa married her last husband. Well, we're going to find out when we talk about the fucking history. So can we talk about the history of Annie? Annie, yeah. are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? okay. Yes. Okay. 
But I'm just saying, Annie is not Rosa. So I you're, don't cutting all, you're cutting all this out. Fine. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the history, well, I guess, of it's Annie. Just all of Annie. Okay, all of Annie then. <clears throat> all about Annie. Annie Patterson, of Irish descent, at the age of 10, had moved with her family to Haiti, where she had learned from her nanny the secrets of voodoo. It had deepened when her parents died of yellow fever, and she remained under the protection of women. When Annie was 18, her nanny died. She moved to Jamaica looking for a husband, where she found John Palmer, owner of Rose Hall. After a few months, the girl got tired of the man and began to choose lovers among the slaves of the plantation. When her husband caught her with one of them, he beat her with a whip, but no harm was done, because the next day he lay dead, probably poisoned. Thus began the years of terror at Rose Hall. The woman killed slaves, her lovers, as soon as she got tired of them, but not only. She also tortured regularly and then killed all those who somehow would have harassed her. The servants who worked in the house, when they brought something to eat, were forced to whistle to prevent them from eating even the smallest piece of food. If they did not, they risked their life. Annie's incredible cruelty and her familiarity with the voodoo rituals earned her the nickname of White Witch. Annie married twice more, killing both husbands to inherit their assets. Her assets, but she she inherited Rose Hall. Yeah, and then she wanted more assets. See, this is why you can't have your cake and eat it, too. She had her cake and ate it, and then would beat the slaves if they weren't whistling. And she's into that voodoo hoodoo shit, so... So this is reminding me, though, of LaLaurie Mansion, like, a lot. So our very right. first episode, because she kills the slaves, and she kills... Pretty much. And LaLaurie also, I think she was, she was never like accused of killing her first two husbands, but it was, she probably did. So. So have you noticed maybe the house or like the land is bad because the first woman had three or four husbands and this crazy woman has had three or four husbands. Three. Plus lovers. Plus lovers. Well, that's because she's screwing the slaves. And then torturing them and killing them. She's a black widow. Well. No pun intended, but. I mean, damn. <laughs> like, uh, I don't, I don't know. Who, who looks at this girl? And I'm like, you know what? I heard stories. She bangs you, then she kills you. I'm gonna try it out. <laughs> I mean, obviously, obviously, her next two husbands did. Yeah. You so, know, so. <laughs> at the end, she fell in love with an Englishman who did not want her, probably because of the rumors, uh, because he was in love with the niece of a slave named Taku. Taku? 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 Taku. Uh. Who was also Annie's lover. Bruh! (laughs) Okay, so she falls in love with an Englishman who doesn't want her, who's not in love with her because he's in love with the niece of a slave. Who she was banging. I, just in case you can't keep up, because, you know... The White Witch killed the young rival thanks to a spell, but it ended badly. Taku strangled her and buried her in a deep pit. See, this is why she haunts. Then he performed a voodoo ritual that should have prevented the woman's spirits from leaving the grave. Perhaps he was not so expert in magical arts because Annie's ghost began to wander around Rose Hall. During the riot of 1831, the house was spared for fear that the fire would free the ghost, allowing it to wander even outside the plantation. And so the house remained abandoned for about 130 years. This is the story told in Jamaica, but very different from the actual truth about Annie Palmer. So. Oh, you gave me the truth section? Yeah. 
<laughs> okay. I try to split it up. I just think people enjoy my voice more than yours. <laughs> I'll say it. I would probably. Say it to your face in cursive. <laughs> oh, my God. Actually, Annie Mary Patterson was born in Jamaica from Scottish parents. And she had not grown up in Haiti, nor was she an expert on voodoo rituals. Well, damn it. In 1820, she married John Rose Palmer, who was her only husband. Not much is known of the couple, but they certainly did not remain in Rose Hall for a long time. Burdened by too many debts, which ended up in the hands of creditors, and remained abandoned for about 130 years. But why Annie, who lived a normal and anonymous life, became the protagonist of such a creepy and cruel story? The seeds of the legend were thrown from a story published in 1868, which had as its protagonist Rose Palmer, the first owner of Rose Hall. See, I told you. She came back. Or maybe she she was so Rose Palmer's obviously the white witch. She had so she had four husbands, so she could be credibly suspected of being a witch, even if it seems that she was a mild and quiet woman. Over time, more and more chilling details were added until in nineteen eleven a book about local history was published and for some reason was indicated Annie as the white witch. See, they got him confused too. Well, at least we know the truth. Annie Palmer was definitely consecrated as the White Witch in 1929 when a novel known as The White Witch of Rose Hall. A novel, a work of fiction, but it was considered a historical account. Uh, okay, so obviously people were confused. So what they, they, didn't get, they did not get wrong about Rose Palmer. She did have four husbands. And we did go through all of those four husbands. So what it was is her great ancestor could have been the white witch and they were like you know what we're just gonna pin it on this lady because it's more relevant yeah or people probably just made up stories about annie when she uh, because yeah. because they probably didn't i mean you're talking like early 18 or mid 1800s with rose right so people were probably just more they probably just made more stories up about annie because they probably knew her right more or because she was so quiet it's like well let's just make up creepy stories to freak people out Hell yeah, she bangs the slaves. Like our old neighbor. The and serial killer. The serial killer. With her rose bushes did not die in the wintertime, and her son was Damien from the Oven. Yeah. <laughs> Nicest woman ever. Probably should Offered be me beer every time I was outside. It was great. And then her rose bushes didn't die in the wintertime, and I'm like, oh, that's great. Fantastic. It's where the bodies are. It's where I'd hide them. <laughs> so uh, although the truth about annie palmer is known a lot of people still consider rose hall a haunted house some say they saw a figure dressed in green velvet hanging around the property while others are convinced that a woman dressed in white wanders around the house then there are people who heard screams and footsteps in the rooms especially in the cellar which today is a gift shop Perhaps it's true that Annie Palmer wanders about the great house trying to tell her truth about Rose Hall, spared from the fire but condemned to be a ghostly place. Well, maybe Annie and Rosa haunt it. No, because, okay, so if any of it was true, and it was her ancestor, mm -hmm. right? Right. She'd be an evil ghost. Right. Torturing slaves, you know, bad spirits don't just change in the afterlife i mean it just doesn't happen or maybe she's cursed because of the urban legend and maybe homeboy did do the voodoo and because she's not an evil spirit she got trapped in the house instead and he actually did the voodoo right even though he probably thought he didn't yeah like <laughs> a it's an incantation to trap this evil spirit well one if she wasn't an evil spirit and she got up and was like sup bro yeah and then walked in the house and was like well this is my house so i'm just gonna chill here 
Probably. Because like, there's no accounts of anybody being hurt. No. You just see her walking. They described her as a quiet woman. Mm-hmm. So she's probably just walking around her house, wondering, like, why is my shit for sale? This was supposed <laughs> to be in the family. Postcards? 99 cent. God, this economy's outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, okay, so that is pretty much the story of Rose Hall Plantation in Jamaica. My two resources for that story were randomtimes.com and Wikipedia. So, now we're going to move on to Germany. Oh, yeah, it's time for Germany. We must find the ghosts. <laughs> so, we are... Oh, okay, but hold on. Two voices. Yes. Well, yeah, it's time for Germany. So that's like the, the beer fest, you know. I don't know if anybody watched beer fests. Like, it's the same guys from freaking Super Troopers. But it's about two Americans going to Germany during Oktoberfest and this underground beer drinking. It's, it's amazing. You need to watch it. So... All the Americans don't know how to do German accents, so they just talk really high-pitched and slur a couple of their vowels. And they're like, yep, this is German. Oh, yeah, we have to go to the Glockenspiel, right? <laughs> and then you have, like, the real German, which is, we must go to Deutschland. It's very monotone, to the point, angry. It's Germans. Right. Because you have Glockenspiel. What's a Glockenspiel? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Well, okay, so apparently a couple of our listeners wanted to hear the freaking German voice. So yeah. those are your two. Yep. Okay. So we're talking about Berg Elts or Berg uh, or Elts Castle in Germany. The breathtaking medieval Berg Elts or Elts Castle can be found in the hills of the German town Wiersheim. Is that how you say Wiersheim. Okay. Yeah. I, probably Wiersheim. Okay. Thank if you. the R rolls, but you could probably just, you know. Okay, so it's fine. You don't speak German. No. I barely speak German anymore. I forgot most of my stuff from high school. So, oh my god. Uh, so that is between Klobens and Trier. Bergelts is one of the few castles in the area that was never destroyed during a siege, and it can be visited today. This castle used to be the home of a very brave young lady who met her end tragically and still roams the castle. And we're going to talk about her. And let me tell you, she's a bad ass. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> you finally picked a good female ghost. Yeah, she. Well, no, not in, not. She's. I don't know about her being a badass ghost, but she was a badass bitch in real life. Oh, fair enough. Like the oldest part of Berg Elts, Platelts, was a simple manor built in the ninth century. This part still exists today. The rest of the castle was formed around it, dating from 1157. Both medieval and and I always want to say Renaissance. But it's not that. It's not Renaissance. <laughs> Both medieval and Renaissance styles are mixed, giving the castle a fairy tale like look. It was the home of the Counts of Elts and still is, 33 generations later. That's impressive. Back in the days, only wealthy medieval European lords could afford a castle as their own. That's why Berg Elts is also called Gainer Bernberg. Gainer Binberg. Gainer, Gainer Binberg. Oh, yeah, it's the Gainer Binberg. See, that's just how you have to say it. <laughs> Apparently, I only speak German high-pitched. It's the Gainer Binberg. <laughs> oh, my God. Good Lord. A castle divided. <clears throat> Hold on. <laughs> that's funny as shit. <laughs> A castle divided in several parts, which belong to different branches of the family. 
All families owned their own part of the castle, but all of them together shared the defensive fortification. Berg Eltz was was resided by three family branches. The servants, craftsmen, and other families who supported the Eltz family lived in the villages below the castle. Okay, so the Eltz family, that's why it's called Eltz Castle, because it's... it's no it's, way. Stop! No way. <laughs> You're telling me that the Eltz family lived in Eltz Castle. <laughs> I mean, what I'm trying to say... <laughs> You know what? I don't even remember what I was trying to say because you just, <laughs> you screwed me up so bad. Dude, I'm telling you, man. So. <laughs> Did you know that Rose Hall? <laughs> the roses lived in it? Stop. That's not even true. <laughs> it literally is. The first one's name was Rose. Rosa. Whatever. Rosa Hall don't sound good. Okay, you know what? I'm just going to move along. So, obviously, so the Eltz family wasn't the only people who lived there, obviously, but they owned it. No, 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 no. The branches of family lived there. Everybody else lived in the underneath, uh, below the castle. Okay, whatever. That's how peasants worked. High family had the big fortification and they surrounded, well, it was a two-parter. So, you had all of them close. So, if you needed them to fix your stuff, you had your food right there. And... <laughs> If you were to ever get siege, boom, cannon fodder. Well, we're going to talk about the siege, siege, sieges that happened too. So, okay. Berg Eltz is located on a 70 meter or 230 feet high rock spur, which is, which was the center of a highly important Roman trade route between rich farmlands and the markets. You'll now find it amid the Eltz forest, which has been declared as a nature reserve by flora, fauna, habitat, and natura. 2000 it's quite amazing this castle is still in one piece all other castles in the area have been partly destroyed in battles over the years berg Eltz still stands in its former glory which was mainly due to many alliances the family had in the area and across europe but there was one siege which could have been the downfall of the castle even though it wasn't but it it, it almost was could have been could have been which he's going to tell you about. So we're going to talk about the Elts feud. Berg Elts was involved with one major dispute. The Elts feud, which was from 1331 to 1336. That's a long time. Five years. Back then, that's a long time. That's a long time, especially since... That's a long time for a castle to not even be damaged, too. With all of that yeah, feuding. I mean, because they don't have, like, the resources but, that, like, modern, even well, semi-modern... But from what I had just read, it seems like they had a lot... They probably... Okay, so obviously, earlier, it said that, you know, mainly, like, probably, like, the 1% of... Top 1% of people owned their own castles, right? Well, I mean, most of the time, the feuds were just pissing contests between the well, lords. Yeah, but obviously, these people had a lot of family and a lot of alliances and friends and stuff all over Europe. So Dominic Toretto lived in this castle. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh my god, just keep going. <laughs> I ain't got friends. Got family. Elts family. <laughs> the Elts feud, 1331 to 1336, was a fierce battle fought between the lords of Eltzer, together with some other free imperial knights against the Archbishop and Elector Baldwin von Traer. He went to reincorporate the knight. You just can't read. 
<laughs> I'll quit. I swear to God. <laughs> oh my God. He wanted to reincorporate the Knights of the Castles of Ehrenberg, Eltz, Schoenick, and Valdick. The Archbishop even built a small siege castle, not far from Eltz, called... God, dude, I can't do it without the fucking voice. Just do it. <laughs> Just do it. Because it's Troltsitz. Yeah. Or it's Troltsitz. <laughs> I don't know why. It just feels so much more natural. Troltsitz Castle. This is now a ruin which can still be seen today. The siege lasted for two years and ended when the knights gave up their imperial freedom. So they still... So they lost. <laughs> to... To the Elts family. Yeah, I mean, they probably just got... Well, they probably did it because of Agnes. So, now we're going to talk about Agnes and her... Agnes. And her badassery. Send it. Okay. Agnes Elts. There is a beautiful yet tragic story attached to Berg Elts. Agnes Elts was the daughter of the 15th Count of Elts and was raised with her brothers. The girl wasn't like other girls. She loved playing warrior like her brothers. Agnes was promised to the Knight of Bronzeburg, and the two met occasionally to get to know each other. Agnes didn't like the knight at all. She thought he was boring and ignored him. Her persistent attitude angered the knight, and during a festive event, he pulled Agnes onto the dance floor and kissed her. <laughs> Agnes got so angry, she smacked him in the face. The Knight of Bronzeburg was infuriated and fled the castle. The family was afraid he'd be out on revenge, so they doubled the guards just to be sure. Days went by, weeks turned into months, and still nothing happened. <laughs> the bitch knows what she fucking wants. <laughs> and she said, I don't want you. <laughs> he stormed out of the castle, and they're like, you know what we should do? Double the guards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you. I mean, was he like menacing or something like that for them to double their guards? Well, she, well, she's the only daughter of the fifteenth Count of Elts, so they oh, were probably, probably like, sure he, she wouldn't get stabbed or something. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. The Elts family let their guard down, and all the men went on a three-day hunting trip, assuming the Knight of Bronzeburg lost his interest. But that was what the knight had been waiting for, and he attacked the castle that same night. The guards at the gate were murdered, and the knight and his troops entered the castle's courtyard, killing everyone who was in their way. Okay, so yes, obviously he was menacing. He's crazy. Apparently. Got the taste smacked out of his mouth, is what it is. I mean, he did just get denied by somebody who has a massive fortune, probably. Royalty, pretty much. Yeah, you know, fucking. When Agnes saw what happened, she didn't hesitate. She took her brother's helmet, breastplate, and battle axe, and she threw herself into the fight. That's kind of tight. The knight was startled by the unknown fierce knight, and he decided to defeat him on his own. He shot the knight up close with his crossbow, and the arrow penetrated the armor, killing the brave knight instantly. When he removed the knight's helmet, he discovered he had shot his beloved Agnes. So now how you feel? He's kind of a punk for using a fucking crossbow. I mean, yeah, but... <laughs> she... I told you she was a badass. She was not stepping down. She knew that motherfucker was crazy. She was about to ask him a question. Oh my God. She, she said, uh, no, I don't think so. Okay, so the ghost of... Bur she would literally rather die. He was so boring. She would rather die than be with him. <laughs> Holy shit. 
<laughs> not not only die, but be killed by him just to not be with him. Well, she probably thought that he was going to wuss out like he did when she smacked him. She in the literally mouth. just like Mulan that shit. Eh, no. Well, for her family, maybe not. Oh my god, Eli just yawned so loud. Did he like full stretch went. <laughs> Maybe not for, you know, it wasn't for the whole country of China, but it was for her family and her castle, her home. Right. Okay. So the ghost of Berg Eltz. The most haunted room at Berg Eltz is the Countess Room, the room which belonged to Agnes. The armor in which she died and the battle axe are also in here. According to the staff, Agnes haunts the hallways as well, switching lights on and off and open and closes doors. Is she still protecting the castle against attacks? Whispers are heard in the hallways as well as child giggles. The castle staff sometimes find all doors unlocked by morning, even though they locked them at night. There are claims of a phantom medieval knight on horseback at the gate. Some believe this is the knight of Bronzeburg looking for Agnes's forgiveness. Bitch, she ain't gonna give you your forgiveness. She she's not gonna forgive you. You, one, she didn't want to be with you to begin with. And you no. should have known that. Said he was boring. So she, she said he was boring. And she didn't want to be with him. And then he left. And then he went. He waited. He waited like a psycho for months. Months. To prove his love. To prove his love to her. By murdering and all then the guards. Murdered all the guards. And, and then, then murdered lo- her. And then got scared because he was like, oh my God, this warrior's kind of fierce. How do I how do I defend against this fierce one? I'll be a bitch and pull a crossbow close up. Crossbow straight to the chest. And then was like, oh my God, my beloved Agnes. Bitch, she didn't want you. Poor fella. No. We don't like him. Oh, bitch <laughs> i forgot i forgot now that i have a wife i have to understand who we like and who we do not like <laughs> we don't like him agnes didn't like him which means we don't like him okay okay fuck him yeah fuck but, him okay so but why would he come back for her? that's also what i don't understand why would he wait 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 months literally months to wait for people to leave the castle and then be like Okay, now I'm gonna. What did he really think he was gonna get out of it? Did he really think that by killing people, killing the guards, that he was gonna get her love? Like that was gonna prove his love to her? I don't think. I think he was gonna probably take her. I don't think he. She probably. Oh, like capture her? Yeah, probably. Because all the her family was all gone on a hunting trip. Mm. Yeah. So he was probably planning on like capturing her and then keeping her in captivity until she fell in love. Like Stockholm Syndrome, kind of. I don't think Stockholm Syndrome was invented back then. Well, that's when it was. Like Beauty and the Beast type shit. You want to talk about this castle? Yes. (laughs) So today, Berg Eltz is open to the public and it's well worth a visit. The castle has a very nice treasure room full of gold, silver, ivory, and Chinese items. And there's a lot of historical weapons as well. And perhaps you'll run into Agnes while you're there. Just don't be boring. (laughs) Just just don't be boring. <laughs> Hold on. I gotta go back. How did she describe him? Because it said she thought he was... Boring. She literally, she just described him as boring. Oh, yeah. She thought he was boring and ignored him. <laughs> yeah, she just said he was boring. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, she probably had, like, standards of, like, her brothers. 
So she probably wanted, you know, somebody like her brothers or her dad or her, you know, her family. Or, I mean, he was a knight and he was probably a pompous ass. Probably. Like how probably 99% of them were. Yeah. she was like, yeah, this ain't for me, Hoss. No. And she was like, "Mm -mm, I'm good, thank you. (laughs) Yes, that's probably what happened. Leave me alone. (laughs) Well, that those were, that was. Then she she hit him with his pimp hand. Bam. Oh, my God. He was probably one of those asshole knights that goes to like an event and wears his armor so everybody knows that he's a that knight. He's a knight. Oh my god, uh, I can see it now. That's mm, I you, believe it. You know, he probably got a trophy for going home and killing a woman too. <gasps> Why? I mean, if that's how he was, he probably went back and was like, "I just killed the fiercest warrior ever," and then it probably came out and it was like, "Yeah, it was a woman, dude." <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, he probably got kudos with his family because obviously. No, I don't. I don't think the horseback is him looking for her forgiveness. That's sweet and all. No, that's um, probably the guards that he killed. No, no, it's probably just. It could be another apparition. It could be anything else. Could be her father trying to make it back in time. Mm. Could be her brother's trying to make it back in time. Right, right. Uh, what was it? They have ghosts that are like lost and uh, locked in a time loop or whatever. Yeah. I'm more curious about how the hell she figured out what a light switch was. <laughs> Ten times more curious. So like, well, you know, they went, they probably went through because it's it's a uh, it's open to the public, and it, yeah, but she cuts the lights on and off to mess with people. That means this ghost learned how to use a light switch. Well, I mean, so did Thorfinn and ghosts. Bro, that is a TV show. He doesn't know how to use a light switch. He can control electricity. He shorts it. Well, maybe that's what she does. And just all the lights? Yeah. Okay. I I don't know. I doubt it. But it does make sense that they put her, the armor that she died in and her battle axe. I think that's really, that's really cool that they did that. And I think that, um, I think I had read somewhere else that, they put the breastplate that she had that she was shot through still like it is the actual breastplate that she was shot through. It has a hole in it and everything. Yeah, it said that it was um, in the room with her battle axe and her helm. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool. I'm sorry. I just imagine her with an oversized helmet, a breastplate on, wielding a battle axe. And you just see like this fucking white dress underneath of it. And you're like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> She's just sitting there spinning a freaking battle axe. I mean, she was sticking up for her family in her castle. Her home. I mean, she probably saw him and was like, shit, not again. I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to kill this asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Well, that's the story. Yeah. Those are the stories. Stories. And my resource for the Berg Elts was littlehouseofhorrors.com. So, did was there anything else that you had to say about this story? Do you want to leave the listeners with your beautiful German voice? You can, I don't you, know, man. I'm gonna let you do that. You you send it off. You send. We'll see you next week. In 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 your 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 German. You got this. <laughs> in my German voice. You got this. <clears throat> okay, gotta prepare. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> okay, so, so that is the end. I'm gonna let Kenny send you off with his German voice. Oh yeah, we will see you next week. Okay, bye. Thanks for coming to hang out with us and letting us tell you stories. 
Don't forget, you can find us on social media, Facebook and Instagram at 3AM Tales of Terror. You can find pictures from each episode there, as well as our website, 3, the number 3, 3AMTalesOfTerror.com. You can also subscribe with your email at our website for updates as well. If you have questions or story ideas for us, you can email us at info at 3AMTalesOfTerror.com. If you want to support us, you can sign up to become part of our Patreon. There, you will get ad-free episodes as well as bonus content. We hope you'll join us next week. And And we we hope hope you are terrified. terrified.